Hello, America. It's Thursday. I love the talk of the whistleblower. I love it. Now, just, uh, you know, about eight weeks ago, I didn't really care about the whistleblower. I'm like, we have... We have the transcript. Why do we care about what somebody said? Oh, 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 no, no, no. You really care. You really must care about who this whistleblower is. And conservatives should be the the shield of protection around this guy and the family. Because this guy, they don't want him to testify. They don't want you to know who he is. He is in danger, but not from the right. He's in danger from the left and the power of the left. This guy is more dangerous to the DNC than Jeffrey Epstein ever was. I'll explain in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This whistleblower is... Al Capone's accountant. Remember, Al Capone wouldn't have gone to jail if it wasn't for the meticulous accounting records that his accountant did. There was it was all under code, and nobody wanted him to uh, testify. I, well, I should say the good guys wanted him to testify. The bad guys, even the bad guys in the police, did everything they could to make sure he never testified. Al Capone wanted him any place but on the witness stand because he was the only guy that could crack open all of it. Now, he didn't want to testify against Al Capone. He knew what that meant. He's probably a dead man. He didn't want to do it. He wasn't necessarily on the side of the good guys. But they finally got him to court, and he testified. But Al Capone never would have put his accountant forward. Right. Like they the Democrats, you know, I mean, they went to Schiff was involved in this beforehand. They highlighted this guy as the whistleblower. And if he's the guy that unravels all this, why would they want to promote his profile? Why? People do stupid, really stupid things. (laughs) Congressional stupidity is a good argument. And in in passion, Mm -hmm. when you are so when your only goal is destroy him, destroy him, destroy him at any cost, destroy him. When your passion is that high, you make stupid mistakes. Why would Al Capone keep a detailed accounting record of who he was bribing, how it was going, money going here to there? Why would you keep that in paper? I, I mean, uh, arrogance. Well, yeah, but I mean, arrogance. he's actually running a business, right? There's a reason. So is for the him. DNC. Yeah, no, and I agree. So is the DNC. But like, you could have easily. Instead of doing a whistleblower report to get this whole thing kicked off, you could have leaked it to the New York Times and had them write an article about this call, and you would have had a, a ball rolling in that way. Then you all could have been out publishing, you know, we need these transcripts, and blah, blah, blah. You could have done all of that, right? It, yes, but you needed somebody to lodge the complaint with standing. Remember, that's the whole whistleblower thing. You have to lodge it with standing. Well, for a whistleblower complaint. But, I mean, to get an impeachment done, you, you could have started this with a media report easily. And it could have built right, but the whole this. idea, the whole idea with the Democrats has been get somebody on the inside. Get somebody who's on the inside. They're around him the whole time. He's crazy. He's dangerous. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was part of this. There's, 
there's this guy. He's, I mean, he's a career diplomat. He's been around forever. He's just a guy in the White House. He was part of that phone call. He heard it, and he was so upset about it. And he's been hearing other people that were so upset. Well, there weren't really necessarily a lot of people that were really upset that were on the phone call. Uh, you know, he didn't even say there was quid pro quo. When he first wrote his account, there was right. no mention of quid pro quo until he met with Adam Schiff. But let's 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 back up for a second. Mm-hmm. This guy, I believe he is in danger. But I believe that the Democrats have been saying this. Look, he was the guy until five days after our chalkboard. Now, I'm not I'm not suggesting to you that it, that definitely is what did it. But I do believe because I know everyone on Capitol Hill was talking about that chalkboard within the first couple of days of that chalkboard being out. Okay, They watched it as groups. So that got out. What do they have? This guy is center. He was a missing piece that we didn't even know existed. And if you'll remember, we did the chalkboard. Five days later, they're like, don't worry about this guy. Yeah, this guy might have political connections, so don't even worry about this guy. This guy, we got another guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, remember that? Mm-hmm. And they just tried to brush him off and bury him. And I said on the air, who cares about another whistleblower? We have the transcripts. Right. But once you know the name of this guy and you can do your homework and see where he was positioned, he's the smoking gun. He's the smoking gun. He's the guy in the center of all of this. It even goes back to um, before the the inauguration. His attorney now, (laughs) his attorney is the guy who... um, in 2017 inauguration um he starts talking about how trump has got to go um as soon as uh in july of 2017 he says i predict cnn is going to play a key role in the real donald trump um not finishing out his first term as president we'll get rid of him and and this country is strong enough to survive him and even his supporters uh, as one falls, meaning as as one person leaves the White House that is not on the side of Donald Trump, as one falls, two more will take their place. He promised that a coup would occur in many steps. The coup has this is this is the the whistleblower's attorney in uh, 2017. The coup has started. First of many steps, rebellion, impeachment will follow ultimately. This is a terrible attorney. Why would you be publicly tweeting these things? Well, if because you're credibility later on. Because he said he tweeted this. Soon as the president took office, he tweeted that CIA employees should come to his law firm to lawfully challenge the new president. So he was recruiting mm-hmm. CIA agents. He's like a, the guy with the mesothelioma commercials. Yes. Like, yes. You, if, do you have mesothelioma? Come would to you my like, office. Would you like to impeach this president? <laughs> we can help. Okay, so that's who this guy is. He's calling for CIA agents to come into his office who want to help get this president impeached. That's at inauguration. Now, the whistleblower happens to be a CIA agent. He happens to be the guy who was at 
uh, Joe Biden's side. He's the guy who was in the Oval Office when Barack Obama was calling in all of the investigators into Washington from Ukraine and having a very awkward meeting that even the good guy prosecutors all said was really weird. Basically, they called us into Washington to see if we could help them find dirt on Donald Trump. He was the guy who was at the embassy helping Chalupa. He's in the White House organizing things with Chalupa. This is the woman who was the one that coordinated and did all of the Trump uh, investigation was the go-between, it appears, between um, uh, the Ukrainians and the uh, Fusion GPS. And it's also a fried flour tortilla wrapped around yeah, meat, cheese, right. sour cream, lettuce, and right. tomatoes. Right. So now, so now this is just a this is just a coincidence that he was you know that he was involved with all of these people. It's a coincidence that his attorney is talking about a coup and taking him out and plotting an impeachment. It's also a coincidence that the day after uh, Robert Mueller is it closes his case and says there's nothing here the guy comes out and says oh i i've got a concern but doesn't say quid pro quo says i i've got a concern about a phone call really that's wow that's interesting and they immediately shift gears from muller to this guy he goes to adam schiff and then all of a sudden he has an attorney guess who schiff sends him to this guy he now has an attorney, and he includes quid quid pro quo. That's re- all of that is just a coincidence. It's. I mean, I blow your mind here. I don't think it is. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, you I know, know it's weird. It's almost as if they had a. a I mean, is there a doubt? At this point, that there were large amounts of people working not only for the left and Democrats, but also just in the State Department and other places in the government, whose entire goal since Donald Trump took president was to make him not president anymore. I mean, I, I don't think there's a, really a doubt on that at all. No. Nope. Right. I mean, like, that's nope. clearly true. And they, you know, they would probably say, well, we did it for because of good reasons. He was doing things that were erratic for the country and bad for the country, blah, blah, blah. OK, whatever. You can believe that if you want. However, the guy was elected president of the United States, exactly and he right. controls these things. And if he controls these things, it's your job to either support them or resign, um, unless you believe something illegal is going on, which some of them say there was, and they did this whistleblower thing. All that is fine, but it's all inside of an obvious structure and movement within the government and within the Democratic Party to get this guy removed from office the second he was elected. And that is, you know, that is a that's a it's an undercurrent that can't be ignored. So this whistleblower, it is it is critical that this whistleblower makes it to an open witness stand and the cross examination is prepared to ask him about all of the things that he was doing in Ukraine because he's the linchpin. He's the go between on all of these things. On Fusion GPS, on the Joe Biden corruption, on, on all of it. He is the accountant. Now, the press, I've never seen anything like it. And it felt weird at the time. As soon as they started talking about this whistleblower, 
And they said, well, who is the whistleblower? The minute that question was asked, you're going to get him killed. You're going to get him killed. Wait, we're just wondering who he is. You're going to get him killed. 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 Well, now I know why. This guy is more dangerous to the DNC than than Jeffrey Epstein. If this guy isn't protected, not from the right, but from the left, this guy's going to end up hanging himself with paper sheets while in custody. This guy is the buried body. He knows all of it. He's the tie between all of it. He is the key to the massive corruption of the DNC. And I don't think anybody wants to get into that. Now, they're, they're again saying that uh, Donald Trump Jr. Uh, outed him. And so Donald Trump Jr. is going to get him killed. Believe me, everyone on the right wants him to testify when you know his name and you see the connections and you've watched our special on Ukraine, you know he's the most important person to put on the stand. You want him alive. You want him to testify. I want him under protection of the Republicans, not the Democrats. Because this guy knows where all the bodies are buried. And if this guy testifies... You're going to be able to pull his testimony apart and you'll see what's really going on. And believe me, believe me, next Wednesday, a week from yesterday, we're going to go through what's really going on. What really happened in Ukraine? We thought we knew. Oh, no, it's much worse than that. It's much worse than that. This guy, I'm telling you, is in danger, but he's in danger from the left. And everyone on the right needs to protect this guy. Everybody on the right needs to make it very clear. We want him to testify. We want him alive and healthy and well-rested because this guy must go on the witness stand. Oh, man, we um, I can't I can't urge you enough to make sure you go back. We've we've cut it down into little bite sized pieces uh, on Blaze TV. It was a two hour special last week and we took on the media, showed you how they're lying, showed you how I mean, it is. Have you you haven't seen it yet. You were gone. And you haven't seen it yet. Yes, I was. Uh, I was monitoring uh, corn dog <laughs> intake of my kids at Disneyland yeah. at that time. You really need to watch it, Stu, because you've been asking me questions off air, and my answer is: you got to watch the special. Yeah. You got to watch the special, and you got to do it before next week, uh, because next Wednesday we have part three of this, and it's hair raising. It's yeah. hair raising. We just got a treasure trove of stuff from Ukraine. I don't think any of it's going to make it on air because we don't have time to vet everything. And I don't know the people that we got it from in Ukraine. It was just sent to us. If 5% of that is true, Americans' hair is going to fall out. I mean, if 5%, and I think 5% of it is probably true. Maybe more. I don't know. 
But none of that's even going to be presented. And what I have to present to you that we do have as fact is terrifying. Is terrifying. There is a deep state. And unless we investigate, forget about Donald Trump. Here's what Donald Trump needs to say. You know, if you're saying that there's quid quid pro quo that you had to investigate and get this dirt on Joe Biden so I could win the election, that didn't happen. But if your definition of quid pro quo is I'm not going to give them any money until they looked into what happened during the last election. They looked at the corruption and they looked for the missing seven billion dollars that we gave to them. And I said, I'm not going to give them any more money until they investigate those things. Damn right. I don't say that's quid pro quo. I say that's the national interest and the job of a president. I said, investigate corruption. Joe Biden said, I'm not giving you money unless you stop investigating corruption. Which one of us is in doing the national <laughs> uh, nationals work and then the, the national interest work? It's a good way of putting it. And I mean, he has a good case to say to the American people, too. Like, look, you know, Washington, D.C., the swamp doesn't care when seven billion dollars of your money goes missing. I do. I do. I do. And that's why I'm looking I into do. it. It's important to me. Yeah, it's important to you. It's your money. It's it, beyond money. It's your election. Mm-hmm. We we all thought that we had to do a three year investigation on me about Russia well, everybody wanted to know if I was colluding with Russia. We have two people that went to jail in the Ukraine for colluding with Hillary Clinton on the campaign. Why does nobody care about that? I did. I again call that the job of the president to say, I can't give you any more money because I'm not sure, which he said on the call. I'm not sure you understand how bad of people are around you. I don't know if I can even trust you. You're listening to Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Chuck in Tennessee. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. How are you? Chuck, are you there? Okay, let me go to Roy in South Carolina. Hello, Roy. Welcome. Good morning, Glenn. Hi. You know, I got to be honest with you. I look at all this information and think we have a treasure trove, but... Is there anybody on the Republican side who's going to stand up? No. You know, I think I think of Lindsey Graham. You know, uh, is he going to say, "No, we're going to take this information"? No. No. And not. so it's and it and you know, we, well, we, here's what here's the people that I trust in Congress and the Senate. What they're saying, Glenn. It, this is absolutely right. We've all sat around and watched, for instance, the chalkboard and went, "Oh my gosh, look at this! What? Uh, oh my gosh!" They say, you're absolutely right. How do we say this without sounding crazy? You just spent two hours explaining it. We've got two minutes on television and nobody's going to write it up. And I keep telling them, all you have to say, all you have to say is the president was acting in the national interest. If you don't think exposing corruption, exposing corruption um, with the State Department, NGOs and the CIA in a deep state activity in things that you you just don't even want to know about, quite honestly, plus asking, hey, what happened to our seven billion dollars? Oh, and did you were they colluding like they accused Donald Trump of colluding in Ukraine because two people were sentenced to prison that admitted doing that in Ukraine. That's in the national interest. That's what needs to be uncovered. And that's what the president was doing. I think that's easy. 
But they're not, for some reason, they're not willing to do it. Uh, we welcome Pat Gray. Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. Pat has uh, written a song, uh, and uh, it's about the whistleblower because no one mm-hmm. wants to talk about the whistleblower. Uh, you know, Rand Paul is being pretty brave uh, by continually saying, you know, we need to know the whistleblower's name and then tweeting out articles with the guy's name in it. Uh, and he's fighting for the right to say the name in Congress, mm-hmm. but it's just going to be an absolute nightmare. But I think yeah. he's, you don't want to say the name. Well, you just don't want to say it. You don't No. So you wrote a song about the, yes. ab- about, about, about the not wanting to say the name. Yeah. Okay. And it's, so it's, mm, it's kind of mysterious. It, where did it come from? Where did this It really came from a place of mystery. Uh, and then, and then somebody walked into my studio this morning about uh, six thirty. Yeah, and huh. and said to me, uh, Pat. And I thought at first I thought it was Colonel Sanders, right. uh, you know, from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Might have been the yeah. ghost of yeah. Colonel Sanders. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, how, was was he thinner than Colonel Sanders? Would you no, say? no. Oh, good golly, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> It's the much, same size. Uh, no, did he's a little he bit smell large. like chicken? Okay. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, he did yes, smell he did. like chicken, and he was larger than, than okay. Colonel Sanders. All right, Sanders we got was. the larger part. Yes, uh, but uh, but much 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 larger. <laughs> we we, we than got Colonel it. Sanders we was. we got it. Yeah. But he sat down in my studio and he said, hey, mm-hmm. "I've written a song. I've given you the lyrics. You just come up with the music and okay. sing it." And so and it's like a me, Bernie Toppin, yeah, uh, Elton John sort of. Yes, yeah, yes. All right. So did the lyrics speak to you? They did. They did speak to me. All right. And so, okay, so here it I is. want to share it now. Okay, this I is could. the song. It's a little <clears throat> mysterious. It's, uh, I guess, it's kind about, of about the, Sort of about the whistleblower. Sort of about the whistleblower. Yeah, in a roundabout is. way. Yes. Eric Charamella. <laughs> Eric Charamella. Eric Charamella. Eric Charamella. Charamella. Charmella, Eric, Eric, Charmella, Eric, Charmella, 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 Eric. That wow. is really yeah, wow, you. Pat. That's catchy. Thank you. Did so, you sample some yeah. so, music there? There's something that seemed familiar about the actual really? music. I don't know. I think it's just. I think it's the lyrics are so catchy. You just uh, kind of feel like it's so familiar. Like I feel like I've heard it a hundred. What times, do you call that right? song? I call it Eric Charamella. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really. I don't know why. Yeah. It just kind of hit me. I, I, you know, when Colonel Sanders <laughs> came to me and said, hey, we should we should do a song, I mm-hmm. thought it should be called uh, The Whistleblower by Another Name. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Wow, that's deep. <laughs> yeah, that's steep. Yeah. Steep. It's a little more subtle yeah. than the name I had for it. So, <laughs> And your name for yeah. it was? Uh, Eric Charamella. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That is, uh, that's weird. That's yeah, weird. weird. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, but, Pat, how do you, how, where do you think this goes? <clears throat> you know, next week, they're now going to actually have the open hearings mm-hmm. in the House. And it's all mm-hmm. going to be covered, you know, the, which mm-hmm. is weird. Why would you do this? This close to Thanksgiving and Christmas. In yeah. two weeks, in two weeks, everybody unplugs. Yeah. Well, including Congress, right? They're going to be going home pretty soon. Yeah. They're going to be going home for the holidays. Don't they always? They leave they for like a do. month. Although this is so This is so important. Pat, yeah, we got to get this wrapped up. Yeah, I mean, because there was uh, extensive <clears throat> reporting in October that the Democrats were slow playing this intentionally because they wanted to drag it out. And now all of a sudden, they're, are they rushing through this? I mean, next week they're going to be doing these hearings. Uh, you're right. I mean, if it happens, 
if if they're doing it, remember, um, give me an example of this. Uh, George W. Bush, uh, he's president of the United States, and they pushed through a ban on incandescent light bulbs. Yep. Remember when this mm-hmm. happened? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Right. Right. Was it Christmas, Christmas or Christmas Eve? I Christmas. can't remember. So they were there voting on something. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they do a lot of stuff like that. Where they'll throw it in the holidays because they know no one's well, paying attention. Uh, healthcare, right? Yeah, healthcare was right around Christmas the holidays. Yeah, time. Yeah, yeah twenty right, yeah, like yeah, right, right before, before Christmas. Christmas. Before Christmas, yeah. and nobody is around to watch it. It's the mm-hmm. tree fall. But if the mm-hmm. tree falls in Congress around Christmas time, yeah. did a tree actually fall? I mean, we barely want to pay attention to these people on regular days. Yeah, you know, when it's it's Christmas, you're with your family, you're doing the family things, you're vomiting after a party. These are mm-hmm. not times necessarily you want to look at this. You'd think the only reason why you want an impeachment here is to draw a lot of eyeballs from Americans who are saying, oh, my gosh, the president got impeached. Right. You want this to be a big media event because we know he's not getting tossed out of the Senate. Unless, may I? Yeah. Let me play devil's advocate. And by saying devil's advocate, I mean literally (laughs) devil's advocate. Um, Advocating for Satan. Advocating for (laughs) Satan in this particular case. Mm Yeah. Madam Speaker, if I may, Mm -hmm. the case against the president, a little thin, (laughs) a little thin. Mm -hmm. Um, They're also going to be free to make accusations on the other side, which puts you and the DNC in uh, real trouble. Now, right now, the poll numbers are okay you've done damage they're good that you've yeah. done damage to the president if you're a democrat they're pre- they're pretty good right now right right now you, you so you've done your damage you've sent the signal to your people may i suggest it's in your best interest to ram this through when no one's watching and if the senate then says there's nothing here they'll vote for that and you can pick it up after the first of the year and say we had a case. We had a case. You could say anything about that case. Mm-hmm. The media is not going to mm-hmm. report. The media is not going to correct you. Yeah, you can say, say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. They're going to say he was impeached, but this 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 Senate that was in the bag for the president wouldn't take it up. That's why I really believe if they vote to impeach, the Senate needs to say, fine, we'll pick it up after the first of the year. And then... The go with the trial, go with it, and make sure that Elizabeth Warren and everybody else is have to off be there. that campaign trail. Yeah. Yep, that's a requirement. In yep. case you don't know, yep. they can. They we'd have Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, among others. That would have, have to be all that have to be there. They don't want that to happen. So make sure that they are seated in the Senate for this impeachment off of the campaign oh, trail. That would be great. And get the best damn prosecutor. Uh, to to do your defense, I you got to stop playing defense. You need offense. So you get your team to ask and cross-examine all of these witnesses because that whistleblower is connected to all the stuff that nobody mm. wants you to. Uh, nobody wants revealed. That's, that's a plausible case. It seem it would be a reversal, seemingly from their position just a few weeks ago. But it does seem like a plausible case. Uh, it makes sense for them. It doesn't help the senators, but I don't know. Maybe the DNC, you know, the House doesn't really care about that. No, they're all they're doing is they want to be able to say to their base, "We did it. We, we did, did it. it. Yeah, we impeached him, but it, and, it's their and, fault. They wouldn't try him." And I'll say too, these cases. We, if one thing we've learned about all these Trump investigations is the cases always look best until you actually hear from the people. 
right? Like the case, you know, uh, James Comey looked really credible at one point, and then all of a sudden he was out testifying. Everyone's like, wait a minute, this guy doesn't connect with me at all. He's, he, he's obviously got some agenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Cohen. That was a huge deal, right? Like everyone, this is a guy who's the closest associate is, 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 is abandoning him, goes out in front and testifies in front of cameras, and everyone's like, oh, this guy's a joke. Uh, Roger, Robert Mueller, the investigation. The investigation, I mean, if you watch the media reporting, I mean, this was an open and shut case the entire time it was going on until we got the investigation and people read it and were like, oh, that's it? And I think like that has been a, a pattern that's gone on over and over again. The, the Taylor testimony with the texts and, and, and his opening statement you know, has some compelling parts to it if you believe the president did something wrong. I wonder, though, when he gets in front of the cameras again, which is supposed to happen next week, how much of that falls apart. Does he look like this unimpeachable witness then? And how bad was Mueller when he testified? Oh, and when he testified, it was a total disaster. Yeah, he could barely he could barely get through a sentence. Yeah, this one is amazing. I will tell you, you know, though, this is a death match. This, uh, this is truly a death match. I think that... Um, they're doing damage to the president, uh, and they're giving him body blow after body blow after body blow. Quite honestly, the GOP is doing a horrendous job. As always. Horrendous job. As always. Uh, there's no friend to the president that is doing him any service right now. Uh, and I believe, I mean, I'm not standing up for the president. I'm standing up for the truth. <laughs> if, mm-hmm. if this audience doesn't think that if Trump was doing all these bad things, and it was impeachable. If you think I wouldn't be making the case that he should be impeached, you're wrong. I would absolutely do that. And my my track record is very clear. I'm not defending him because I'm a Trump supporter. I'm defending him because he's being wronged. He's being wronged. This is wrong. It's almost to the point where he should demand a trial in the Senate. I would. He should. I would. He should demand it. And, yep. and let's see what you have. Yep. Make that case. Go. Make the case against Go. Me. I want this to be an open yeah. trial, and I'm going to have, I'm going to have, I've got so much information. You know, Stu came in, and he didn't see the special last week, and he said, you know, Rudy Giuliani, blah, blah, blah. And I agree. Remember, I used to say, mm-hmm. I kind of want Rudy Giuliani uh, as president. But if you're in the room with Rudy Giuliani, this is like 15 years ago. Yeah. But if you're in the room with Rudy Giuliani... <laughs> And the guy who is pissing him off all the time is suddenly not at the White House. <laughs> Don't ask him, hey, what happened to Bob? Because he might be in the Rose Garden, okay, underground. The <laughs> right. So I know who Rudy Giuliani is. I know who Rudy Giuliani is. But if you look at what the accusations are on Rudy Giuliani, yes. He looks like he was um, representing some bad guys. Well, he was also representing some people at the request of Hunter Biden, who were bad guys in another country. In another yeah, country. He, that was kind of his uh, post uh, mayoral. Sh- that's what he did. It's what he right? does. He went out and he took a bunch of money to right. defend a bunch of people. And I don't necessarily. Well, he's a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, I don't like lawyer. that, but. He got man, lots of money to, to defend people that weren't nece- necessarily. Yeah, 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 but he's a lawyer. Yeah, he's right. a, I, I, he got to defend the bad guys as well as the good, right? Yeah, that's the way this but he did works. become kind of like a mob lawyer. But again, <laughs> again, it's Rudy Giuliani. How do you think he cleaned up New York? Okay. <laughs> With Disney. But when you. But when you look at what they're actually saying 
He was up front and open about all of it. Yeah, he said a lot yeah, of it on television. Yeah, he was like, hey, I'm going over and meeting with these guys. Hey, I just met with them. They said some bad things. Hey, I've got all this paperwork. <laughs> I'm delivering it to the State Department. Hey, they haven't done mm-hmm. anything. I'm going to go back and start looking for some more stuff because they don't seem to. There's not, <laughs> yeah. If he's a crook, he's a really bad crook. <laughs> and the one thing I don't believe of Rudy Giuliani is that no. he's inept. At his crookery. (laughs) (laughs) What a nice compliment. That's so nice, Glenn. Thank you very much. Thank you.